Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. A Shepherd in France Chapter 5 by Bernd Redstone Hours later the weary shoppers arrived back at the hotel with their enormous haul. There was just too much for even Ben to carry. He had taken care of the remaining purchases personally so he had the receipts. Gabriella was going to ship the items home through her business account so Ben would pay the duties on that. Simpler and they wouldn't have so much to carry with them on the rest of the trip. When they reached their floor Ben called out the names on the bags he still had and each person came forward to claim theirs. Soon everyone had a nice collection around their feet. Ben was the only one who didn't have any purchases. Even Daniel had scored some clothes, some books, and a kit for building a small robot he found in a toy store. With a thanks thrown over his shoulder he raced off to his room to begin building before he was called for dinner. Miriam was closest so she gave him a big hug and thanked him for the great day of shopping. She rushed back to her room to see which of her new outfits she'd wear at dinner that night. Gabriella came forward and hugged Ben. He gave her a kiss and she leaned into it. When she pulled back she looked up into his eyes. Tonight is our date night. Just the two of us for dinner and a little sightseeing of Paris at night. That sounds wonderful. Ben smiled. When do we leave? Thirty minutes? I'll be ready. She turned and took her parcels to her room. Catherine was next and pressed herself against him as she kissed him deeply. Ben was conscious of his audience so he reined in his desire to pull her body against his and grab her ass. It was a damn good kiss all the same. She pulled back and wobbled with a grin on her face. Thanks for a great day today, Ben, she said, her eyes twinkling. He recalled their little fun too and his face pinked up just a little. Tomorrow night is ours, she said with a sexy smile as she walked to her room. Ben was visibly showing his appreciation for Catherine's kiss when Sophia hugged him and thanked him for the clothes. He felt her pressing against his body, and he just got harder. She pulled back a little and gave him an innocent kiss on the lips as she said goodnight. Rachel matched her sister's moves exactly and Ben was beginning to wish he'd packed looser pants. As she left Megan slipped in and got a quick hug but didn't crush herself against him. He was grateful for that. Lucy needs a suitcase as her new clothes should not be shoved into that backpack of hers. Megan said. Agreed. We'll pick one up before we leave Paris. Ben replied. Megan headed for her room and Lucy walked up to Ben. May I speak with you in your room? Ben agreed and they stepped inside the door. Once inside Lucy pushed Ben back against the door and dropped to her knees. She unzipped his pants while looking up at him with desperation and lust in her eyes. Down went his pants and up came his cock as it bounced free of the confines of his pant leg. Ben felt Lucy pressing her face against the side of his cock and her smooth skin felt so good he moaned and rested back against the door. Lucy began stroking his balls with her tongue and his cock stiffened further. Her hands ran up and down the length of him as she alternated sucking on each of his balls. Next her tongue ran up and down the sides of his cock making him slick and wet with her spit. She sucked the thick head of his cock into her mouth and rolled her tongue around it. Then it was sliding into her mouth and down her throat. God! Lucy, oh jeez! He gasped as he felt her swallowing against his cock. It was heaven and she began to pump him aggressively in long strokes from her mouth to deep in her throat. She went faster and faster and Ben's mind was spinning out of control with the incredible sensations. Oh my God! Lucy! Too much! I'm going to come! He cried out. She took a deep breath and took him in deep one more time tipping Ben's control over the edge. 
Just as the first jet of cum raced down his cock she pulled back to just keep the head in her mouth, and load after load fired into her mouth. She hummed in pleasure, and the vibrations intensified Ben's orgasm causing him to groan and shake. Lucy swallowed and swallowed, and once Ben was done she took him down her throat once more to squeeze every last drop from him. The intensity was almost too much for Ben and his knees wobbled. She pulled back and tenderly kissed the head of his cock after it left her mouth then smiled up at him. What what was that for? Ben gasped with his eyes closed as he leaned back against the door. Because I wanted to. You're being so incredible for me I wanted to do something to show my appreciation. I have nothing but I can offer myself which I gladly do for you. Besides you really looked like you needed it. She smiled coyly. He looked down at her and smiled in wonder at the young woman. She pulled his pants up and he tucked his relaxed member away. He held out his hand and pulled her to her feet. He took her face between his hands and gave her lips a tender kiss. She was trembling by the end of the kiss. He glanced at the time and frowned. I have to get ready for dinner and I need to check in with Tina. I hate leaving you in this state. Don't worry about me. It's enough to know you care, for now. She gave him a crooked grin. With a quick peck on his lips she slipped out the door to go back to her room. Ben freshened up and changed into nicer clothes for his date. Then he made his way to see Tina. He knocked and Rachel opened the door. Oh, you clean up real nice, Rachel said while eyeing his body in his suit. She went back to getting ready and Ben did his best to ignore the extra sway in her svelte hips as she walked away in only her panties and bra. Tina walked over to meet Ben and he gave her a loving kiss. She pushed his face back with her fingers gently as the kiss was lingering a little too much and she was getting a bit wobbly. She smiled up at him. How are you feeling? He asked. Tired. I remember the initial weeks are like this. My body is busy building a baby so I'm tired all the time. I think it would be best if I went back home at the end of the week. I won't be able to travel in the car for long periods, and it would make the trip miserable for everyone else. Before you say anything you are not going home with me. You will finish this amazing vacation and bring me back souvenirs. Tina said patting his arm. But what about your anxiety? He asked. Ben, I have you with me all the time now. I still worry about losing you, but I spent the day today thinking how close I am to you now, and that thought helps tame my fears. He pulled her into his arms for a tender hug and kissed the top of her head. Can you arrange a flight home for me? She asked into his chest. Okay. I'll take care of it. He replied. Tonight is your date night with Gabriella. She is the most special of all of us for she was the one to help you see how you could love us all without hurting any. I am eternally in her debt as I am in yours. Please make her evening as special as mine was that first night you took me dancing. Remind me to take you dancing again when you are feeling better. Will I get a date night with you in Paris? Ben asked. Yes, I believe that is on the schedule. She smiled at him with a twinkle in her eyes. He gave her another kiss then left the room to meet Gabriella who was just coming out her door. She looked amazing in a black shimmering dress that clung to her curves and showed a delightful amount of cleavage. She wore a glittery necklace which just drew his eyes to her skin. Wow, he said as he walked up to her. You look breathtaking. He held out his arm. Shall we go? They took a cab from the hotel to a restaurant Gabriella knew. The weather that night was perfect for sitting outside so she chose this place for its rooftop terrace and excellent food. They were seated and took in the ambience. Paris at night is magic. Detective Babineau sipped at her coffee as she watched the restaurant across the street. Kirian was on a date tonight. He had the dark-haired woman with him. She was very attractive, and she didn't appear to be as flighty as the others. How Kirian could be such a cold-blooded killer and still surround himself with these women she didn't know. 
Chanel had slept through her alarm this morning due to her exhaustion, and by the time she got to the hotel she saw a group heading off. She hadn't seen if Kyrian was with them so she had to follow. It turned out to be the younger members of his group. Chanel had studied the two white blonde ladies as they were so similar to the older one who looked so much like. She turned her mind away from that thought. When some street kids looked like they were going to get violent the other young blonde arrived and had taken a little revenge of her own. Chanel chuckled at that memory. Just as feisty as Isabel S.H.I.T. She struggled to force the memories back into her mind. She glared around to see if anyone had noticed but she was being ignored. Babineau had called in a couple of officers to take the punks into custody to ensure they didn't interfere with an ongoing investigation. Well, that's what she told the officers. They didn't complain too much as they got to beat on the thugs in an alley as she looked the other way. Kyrian had finally arrived and Chanel thought she was in for a dull afternoon watching them shop then she saw Isabel's ghost. The woman was perfection in every way and it had seized her heart to watch her smile at Kyrian. A nightmare. The woman she loved acting like she loved the man who had taken her life. The pain was too great, and Chanel had fled once more. When she'd gotten her wits back about her she waited outside the hotel. Kyrian was most active at night when he'd been on his murderous spree so Chanel decided watching at night would be the most productive. When he exited the hotel with the dark-haired beauty Chanel breathed a sigh of relief it wasn't the blonde. She'd followed them to this restaurant and did a quick reconnaissance to ensure he wouldn't be able to slip away unseen. So now she waited. She felt eyes on her and glanced around but couldn't tell who it was. She took her badge out and placed it on the table. That should warn off any would-be Lotharios. She settled in for a long wait. Ben sat across from a raven-haired goddess with the most alluring green eyes he'd ever seen. The stunning cityscape view from the terrace was lost on him as he watched the way the candlelight played across her features. Stop staring! Gabriella admonished him with fake annoyance. His rapt attention was actually making her feel wonderful and special. The best part was he wasn't faking his interest. Her husband used to pretend he was interested in her after his passion changed from her to money. Ben noticed everything and actually listened. Would you like another glass of wine? He asked with a smile. No, two is quite enough for me tonight. How was your meal? She said spotting his clean plate. Did you lick the plate when I wasn't watching? He grinned and pointed to the empty bread basket. His appetite had been voracious tonight, and the bread made an excellent tool for soaking up the delicious sauce. Do you want to look at a dessert menu? She asked him. No, I know what I want, he said, devouring her with his eyes. Gabriella felt a thrill run through her body. She hadn't admitted it to anyone, but she loved how intense and dangerous Ben's scar made him look. She wasn't used to the rough side of Ben, but it got her so hot. She blushed and squirmed as tingles shot through her warm places. Th the check then? She stuttered as her voice betrayed her. The heat in his look increased as he heard his prey was ready to be taken. Gabriella smiled and quickly caught the eye of their waitress who had been ineffectively flirting with Ben through dinner. Ben placed his card on the table never once taking his eyes off of Gabriella's. Ben, please stop that. We'll never make it back to the hotel otherwise. She whispered to him. Maybe I can't wait. Maybe I want you, now. He growled low in his throat, and the waitress chose that moment to appear and caught his words. She froze and stared at Ben open-mouthed, hand to her throat. Can we pay the bill, quickly? he said looking up in the woman's eyes. Certainment, monsieur, she said breathily and scurried away. The poor thing is going to be traumatized by your beastly behavior, Gabriella said quietly with a sexy smile. She was feeling a warm flush spreading over her body, and her nipples were stiff with need as Ben's eyes traveled over her exposed skin. Moments later the waitress returned with the bill and Ben settled up. He made sure to give her a generous tip as she had been very attentive. Merci, monsieur, 
she said demurely, unable to look away from him. Ben stood and pulled out Gabriella's chair. They left the restaurant arm in arm and made their way towards the river. They enjoyed the feel of each other's bodies brushing together as they walked. Ben stopped them when they reached a dark spot along the walkway. He'd seen other lovers pausing along the route, and he desperately wanted to kiss Gabriella. He pulled her against him as he dipped his head to kiss her. She tilted her head up to meet it. His lips were demanding and hers surrendered to his need. Her tongue met his halfway and their breathing picked up. Gabriella gasped when Ben's hands slid down her back to squeeze her curvy ass. She felt the bulge of his thick cock pressing against her. The tingles flared and she felt a little weak in the knees. She knew he wanted her so much. She pulled back and tried to catch her breath. Ben, wait! Oh my God! Ben! You're going to make me go off right here on the street! She said breathily as she leaned her forehead against his cheek. Let's keep walking for a bit. We have the whole night. Let me catch my breath. He nodded and took her arm again, and they resumed their walk. They made it as far as the next taxi stand when Gabriella pulled Ben over to the first available car. Ben was grinning widely as he followed the excited woman. Chanel walked along the river following Kirian and his woman. She saw them pause in a shadowed area and just for a second she thought Kirian might be attacking her but they parted and kept walking. She felt uncomfortable watching the man kiss the beauty. It felt wrong to her. She moved forward and soon she was in the dark section. She glanced up and saw a burnout streetlight. When she looked forward again she saw the woman suddenly begin to drag Kirian to a taxi stand so she surged forward to catch up. She couldn't let her quarry get away. She missed seeing the eyes watching her from the shadows where she'd been just seconds before. Gabriella pulled back slowly from Ben's lips with a moan. God, she wanted him so badly just not here in the elevator. It reached their floor and she pulled him after her. She pushed him towards his room. Go get ready, I need to get something. I'll be there in a second. Ben smiled and leaned in for another kiss. Oh God, his lips. She pushed him back and he grinned as he hustled to his room. Once he was inside, Gabriella went to Tina's room and knocked. Rachel answered and looked at Gabriella's smeared lipstick in surprise. Ah, good, Rachel. I need to borrow some condoms. She asked. Rachel blushed nervously. Why are you asking me? Because you and Sophia are planning on getting Ben into your beds and you discovered today that he's not sterile. Are you telling me you didn't take steps to protect yourself? Rachel's mouth opened and closed as she looked like she was going to try to argue. Then her shoulders just dropped. How many do you want? Two no. Three. She gushed and grinned at Rachel's pout. The young woman went back into her room and returned with the condom pack she'd picked up with Sophia at the pharmacy before they went out to dinner. Are you going to tell mom? Rachel asked as she handed them to Gabriella. Rachel, she already knows. We talked about it, and we were going to speak to you both at breakfast tomorrow. We need you two to be sensitive to Ben's state of mind. If he's not comfortable moving to that kind of relationship with you then that's his decision, and it's final. No pushing after that. No jealousy or drama is allowed. You need to also be aware, and this is critical, he's not someone who has sex without an emotional context. If you're looking to have a quickie and drop him, look elsewhere. Is that understood? Rachel was nodding and looking at Gabriella with wide eyes. She was sure they were going to be shut down cold. Thanks for these. I'll replace the box tomorrow. Gabriella said and quickly moved to Ben's door and ducked inside. Rachel went back to bed and lay staring at the ceiling. Gabriella is an amazing woman, isn't she? Tina said in the darkness. She's given me something to think about. Rachel said. Yes, she does that. Good night. Gabriella's eyes fluttered open as she woke next to the big man in his enormous bed. She could hear him breathing slowly so she knew he was still asleep. 
considering the amount of energy he'd used the night before she wasn't at all surprised. God, she felt good from the top of her scalp down to the underside of her toes. Thoroughly fucked as Cat would say. She stifled a chuckle and looked over at Ben sleeping blissfully. He'd been an animal last night. The moment she stepped into his room he'd grabbed her and carried her to the bed over his shoulder, his right hand gripping her ass hard. She saw he was completely naked. He dropped her gently on the bed and immediately flipped her onto her stomach to unzip her dress. He pulled her up and stripped the dress from her all the while holding her eyes with his. God! The hunger in his eyes sent a thrill through her body. No sooner than he had her naked his mouth was on hers, his kisses passionate and strong. She felt herself floating as his lips moved down her neck and across her chest to her nipples. He teased and suckled until she thought she'd go mad. Then he moved lower and her breathing got faster with anticipation. The nibbling, caressing kisses on her thighs drove her desire higher and higher so when his mouth finally met her wet pussy the intensity made her wide out for a few seconds. Ben lavished attention on her opening with his tongue and fingers and brought her to several gentle orgasms. Once again her mind was floating away from her body in a blissful haze. When his thick cock began to slide into her pussy she moaned loudly because he felt so good spreading her wide and going so deep. She jolted then as she remembered the condom she wanted him to wear. She frantically looked down and she saw an open wrapper on the sheets. He'd found them where she dropped them on the bed and put one on. He smiled at her beaming face then began to drive his cock into her bouncing her against the mattress. Her eyes rolled back as her body began a slow build-up to a truly colossal release. She could feel the energy transferring from him to every cell of her body, growing, swelling, tingling and trembling with potential. Her breathing was reduced to panting as every system in her body was directed to that incredible pressure in her core. Ben's thrust became faster and more urgent as he approached his own orgasm. She began to whimper with need as her clit took surge after surge when their bodies collided together. His cock was filling her so completely, and she loved every second. She was so close. Then he growled deep in his chest and ground himself against her as he peeked. The extra stimulation was just what she needed and she tipped over her own edge into waves of pleasure coursing through her body. She clung to Ben with all her might as she felt her mind fill with light. She was embarrassed to recall that she'd screamed when the dam burst on that orgasm. When the room came back to her Ben was lying on his back with her cuddled against his side. She looked down and saw he'd removed the condom and his cock was in its semi-erect state. She reached down and touched it. Hot. Powerful. Hard again. She smiled up at him then slipped lower on the bed until she was within licking distance to it. She looked up at his face again and saw the hunger in his eyes once more. It was primal. She moved forward and ran her tongue along his length. Ben sucked in his breath through his teeth. She bathed his cock with her tongue then suddenly swooped over him and took him deep into her mouth. Ben cried out and slipped his fingers into her hair. He didn't direct her efforts. He just liked the feel of her hair in his hands and to feel the motion of her head as she made long slow strokes, taking him a little deeper each time. He almost reached the back of her throat, but her gag reflex kicked in and she pulled him from her mouth. She'd gotten more of him in the last time so she was proud of that achievement. She peeled another condom open and carefully rolled it over his cock. She was glad Rachel had thought to buy the extra large ones as it was a snug fit. She threw a leg over Ben's legs and rubbed her wet pussy along his hard shaft, adding her slickness to him. Then she moved up and held his cock up to her opening and pushed down. She was still very wet so he slid inside slowly but smoothly. So fucking big. Ben reached up and took her breasts in his hands and gave them a squeeze, running his thumbs over her nipples. In reaction, Gabriella leaned into his hands and he gently brought her down to lie on his chest. His cock was still buried deep in her pussy, and he moved his hands down to caress her ass.
Oh God, Ben. You feel so good. She moaned before he kissed her deeply. Her head was spinning with all the sensations. His mouth caressing hers, their tongues intertwining, her breasts pressing against his chest, his hands squeezing her ass cheeks, and most wonderful of all, his thick, hard cock filling her up so deliciously. She felt the heat of him reaching so deep inside of her. Ben pulled back from the kiss, and he began to rock her up and down his chest. This caused her nipples to drag across his chest and his scars rubbed them in a very stimulating way. The motion also slid his cock in and out of her and rubbed her clit against his pelvis. There was almost too much stimulation but she couldn't stop him as it felt so good. Her hips began to move on their own in little circles as she rocked up and down. Ben began to thrust a little more strongly and soon she was almost bouncing on his cock as he increased his speed. How Ben could maintain the pace for so long amazed her as it went on and on. She lost muscle coordination and dropped to his chest as her orgasm took her. She felt Ben stiffen under her and drive himself deep one last time as he peeked as well. He kissed her forehead after they caught their breath. I love you, Gabriella, he said softly. She lifted her face to look at him. I love you too, Ben. She was too exhausted to move so she fell asleep on his chest. The fact that she was now beside him under the sheets meant Ben had taken care of her again. He was such a good man. Ben turned over onto his side facing her, and his eyes blinked open. A smile crept onto his lips. Good morning, Gabriella, he whispered, his voice rough with sleep. Good morning, Ben, she whispered back to him. What time is it? he asked. Early still, I think. She looked around for a clock and spotted one. Oh, it's only 6.15 a.m. The hotel has a gym, doesn't it? I'd like to get a workout in, he said. Would you care to join me? She chuckled at his eager look. No, thank you. I had my workout last night. You beast. She grinned at him and playfully slapped his arm lightly. He leaned over and gave her a quick kiss then slipped out of bed. She admired his naked body as he walked over to the bureau to get his workout clothes. He went into the bathroom and a few minutes later he came out dressed for the gym. I'll be back in an hour. Gabriella waved at him from the comfort of the bed. He took the elevator down to the lower level where the gym was located and let himself in with his room key. There were only a few other people using the equipment at this time so he was able to grab a bottle of water and a towel and head straight for the dual-stack functional trainers in the corner. He adjusted the machine for a warm-up and ran through his sets with the lighter weights to limber himself up. When he was ready he added the extra plates and moved through the sets once more and felt his muscles strain at the load. Soon he had a good burn going. He felt good and his routine was soon over. He drank his water and wiped off his face with a towel and spotted a brunette woman in tight spandex watching him from her seat on an inclined bench. He took in the luxurious mahogany hair pulled back in a ponytail and the dark intense eyes and recognized her. Margot de la Cruz. He wiped down the machine and walked over to the woman. Hello? You're a guest here too? I thought you said you had an apartment in Paris. He asked. She didn't appear to be too happy to see him. Yes, after our last encounter I decided I needed a fresh start. So I'm redecorating the apartment. I'm having it repainted and I can't be there due to the fumes. She seemed a little shaken. I'm truly sorry if I've upset you. I never meant to. He apologized. No, you did nothing but open my eyes to the lie I was living. The boys were parasites I gladly accepted in my vanity. You were right. I can do much better. She smiled at Ben and he returned it. Would you like to join us for breakfast? The gang usually gathers at 8 a.m. in the restaurant. He offered. She looked at him assessing his intent. She saw only the honest desire to be friendly. Yes, I think I would like to meet these women who have conquered their insecurities. Ben smiled and nodded. See you at 8 then. 
He went back to his room and met Gabriella coming out. Leaving so soon? I was hoping we could freshen up together. She smiled at him and gave him a sweet kiss. We are visiting the museums and art galleries today. I want to ensure I have enough energy to last the day. I'll see you downstairs at breakfast. Ah, about breakfast. I invited a guest to join us. Do you recall the woman I mentioned Catherine's girls, Lucy and I met when we went clubbing? Her name is Margot de la Cruz. She's our age and has just undergone a reevaluation of her life and looks a little shaken up. I asked her to join us. She said she was interested in meeting the women who've conquered their insecurities. Gabriella shook her head with a grin at Ben. What had he done to that poor woman? Okay. I'll meet her as well. Thanks. Sure you don't want to join me? He bounced his eyebrows at her, and she laughed quietly and headed for her own room to get ready. Ben went inside to take his shower and get dressed. He recalled that Tina had asked him to book her a ticket home so he opened up his notebook and logged into the airline website. He saw there was availability in first class for several seats so he booked one for Tina and booked the one next to her as well just in case she needed him. He was looking forward to seeing the Louvre and the art museums. He knew Daniel was super excited about it and he looked forward to seeing the boy's enthusiasm. When he was ready he walked over to check on Tina and met Rachel coming out of their room. Good morning, Rachel, he said in greeting. Morning, Ben. She smiled up at him. How is Tina doing? He asked. She's in the washroom right now. Mornings aren't so good for her yet. She has more energy later in the day. She's not very talkative when she's like this. Maybe you should wait until later, she suggested. Ben looked troubled but nodded. She's okay. It's morning sickness. She'll get better soon, Rachel said placing her hand on his arm. She felt him relax a little. Let's go get some breakfast. I'll bring something back for Tina. They took the elevator down to the lobby, and he didn't notice that Rachel's hand was on his arm. She'd looped her arm through his and he'd unconsciously placed his other hand over hers. He led her into the restaurant and spotted Catherine already at their table with Sophia who had a grin on her face for some reason. Good morning, Catherine, Sophia, he said with a smile. Before Rachel would release his arm she tilted her face up and he kissed her soft lips. She sat across from her older sister with a rosy glow on her cheeks. Ben walked around the table and Sophia tilted her face back in his direction so he paused at her chair and kissed her as well. Then he managed to get to Catherine who was looking a little put out by her daughters. That disappeared when his mouth met hers. He caressed her lips and sucked at her plump lower one and she felt a tingle shoot through her body. Finally she pushed him back gently as her face flushed. She glanced at her daughters who were grinning at her. Damn he's a good kisser! She whispered to them. Ben pulled the chair next to Catherine out and sat. He was at the center of the table with five empty seats across from him, and two to his right. Megan and Lucy arrived and came over to his side of the table to get a morning kiss. Megan took hers on her cheek but Lucy's kiss included some tongue. Ben had to gently disengage the woman as his pants were becoming uncomfortably tight. Megan sat next to Rachel across from her mother. Lucy made to take the chair across from Ben but he spoke up. Let's leave that chair empty as we'll be having a guest for breakfast. Margot de la Cruz, the woman we met at the dance club, is staying at the hotel while her apartment is being painted and I invited her to join us. She mentioned that she wanted to meet Catherine and Gabriella. Just then Gabriella arrived with Miriam and Daniel and at their back was Margot. Ben waved and Gabriella looked behind herself to smile at the woman. They greeted each other and the new arrivals went to the table. Margot sat across from Ben, Daniel sat next to Lucy, Gabriella sat next to Ben after getting a kiss and Miriam sat next to her. Ben made introductions and everyone smiled at their guest. Tina would have joined us but she's not well, he said and she nodded. 
I see where your daughters got their beauty, Margot said to Catherine, who smiled brilliantly. Their guest turned to Gabriella. And yours as well. Miriam was delighted to be included considering how exotic and lovely Margot was. Aside from myself, this table has an overabundance of beauty, Ben said looking around himself. And handsomeness, he clarified at Daniel's annoyed look. That drew chuckles. The waiters arrived to save Ben and everyone spent some time looking at the menus. Breakfast is on me as you are my guest, Ben said to Margot who smiled and nodded politely. They placed their orders and coffee was served. Ben could see Margot wished to ask something but was intimidated by the presence of the kids. He saw the order of dry toast Rachel ordered for Tina at her elbow. Daniel, could I ask a favor? Could you bring some toast up to Tina? It's by Rachel. Borrow her key and just leave the toast on the table next to her bed if Tina's sleeping. The boy nodded and walked over to Rachel to get the room key and plate of toast. He walked out of the restaurant on his mission. Margot glanced over at Miriam but Ben nodded. She cleared her throat. Gabriella. I understand that you are with Ben as is Catherine and Tina and another woman whose name eludes me. I don't know how this is possible without jealousy. Knowing he is having sex with all of these other women? Does that not make you feel jealous? I can't imagine it. Gabriella nodded. There are definitely men that I couldn't do this with. Men who lust for me but don't respect me, who don't want to be part of my life unless they can control it. These are men I couldn't trust. But there isn't a dishonest or manipulative bone in Ben's body. I'm safe in putting my heart in his hands because he'd never hurt me. He loves me. Completely. He loves Catherine and Tina and Trish. Completely. There is no competition. We may share his time, but his love isn't divided amongst us. We all get all of his love. Margot looked at Gabriella. What about marriage? I was married. I got two wonderful children from that marriage, but my husband lost interest in me. It was a very lonely marriage. With Ben I have a partner who is interested in my life and supportive of me. I don't need to be married to him. Don't get me wrong, marriage can be wonderful and it has its benefits, but I just don't need it at this stage of my life. I love my life. I love my kids. I love Ben. I have a very strong circle of friends. It's more than enough. Gabriella smiled at Catherine. Margot turned to her next. You feel the same way? When Gabriella was first with Ben I didn't take it well as I was in love with him too. But she opened my eyes to the fact that Ben was capable of loving unconditionally and completely, and she loved me enough to share his time with me. I love Ben very deeply. I know he loves me. My marriage gave me my wonderful girls and a husband who didn't respect me. He didn't even love me at the end. I agree with Gabriella. That loneliness was horrible. With Ben I no longer have to feel that. Because of him I'm sure there are men out there that are worthy of loving. Maybe they might not understand a non-monogamous relationship but would be wonderful in a one-on-one relationship. But like Gabriella said, I love my life, my kids, my friends and Ben and it's all I need. Margot contemplated their words as Daniel returned. He looked at his sister whose eyes were sparkling with excitement. She had been included in the adults' conversation. The trick is finding someone you can trust, Margot said, almost to herself. From the outset there has to be an understanding that complete honesty is mandatory. Sometimes it means you hear stuff that isn't nice but there is no second guessing. Honesty is the only policy and you have to keep the lines of communication open. Ben explained. Daniel gave Ben the thumbs up for his words and he returned it. The food arrived and everyone tucked into their meal. Everyone except Margot who picked at hers, clearly conflicted about something. As they finished their meals the members of the group went back up to their rooms to get ready for heading out. Ben charged a meal to the room then there was only him, Catherine, Gabriella and Margot. What's wrong, Margot? 
Gabriella asked. Dark brown eyes lifted to look at her through thick lashes holding back tears. You have managed to conquer something I have battled my entire life. Jealousy is a curse in my family. My mother was Spanish and my father was French. He was so good-looking. Many women were drawn to him, and my mother seethed with jealousy. He loved her dearly and was faithful to her for years until he could take her poison no longer and left us. Her poison infected me. Who could love someone so riddled with fear and loathing? I'm destined to be alone, she said quietly and tears dripped from lash to cheek. Ben made to get up but Catherine put a hand on his arm as Gabriella got up from her chair and moved to the woman's side. She took Margot's hands and looked into her eyes. You're beautiful, successful, intelligent, and strong. You know your enemy so you can work to eliminate the jealousy in your heart. It's just fear and it can be beaten. We're proof, she said to the Spanish beauty, because you have found a man worthy of you. The men I meet are only interested in my looks and my money. The other two attributes frighten them off. My ex-husband told me my mind was my worst asset. Only a man of weak character would be frightened by a woman's intelligence. Ben growled. Where are the men of strong character? She snapped. They exist. Catherine said. You can say that because you've found yours. I need to find mine. I know intimately the terrible loneliness you both spoke of. The last years of my marriage were cold and when I caught him with his assistant I finally ended it. I found my own young playthings and for a time I convinced myself I was happy and content. Then you showed up and destroyed my illusions. She looked at Ben with rage and sorrow on her face. He knew it was self-pity but Ben couldn't hold himself back any longer seeing her pain. He surged to his feet tugging free of Catherine's hand. He walked around to Margot's side and looked down at her. Gabriella looked at him with a concerned expression. She knew well his compulsion to rescue a damsel in distress but this one could damage him in her unstable state. Ben caught himself when he saw Gabriella's expression. He knew himself too. He closed his eyes and took a deep breath. Then he knelt down next to Margot's chair. I'm sorry about the pain you are feeling now. I think you had to go through that to get clear of the lies you were living with. They weren't healthy for you. Now that you are free of them you should feel good about yourself. Hold your head high. Gabriella was right. You are beautiful and successful but you have to rely on your best attributes, your intelligence and strength to get you to a place where you love yourself. Only then can you defeat your jealousy. Once you are comfortable with yourself then you can open yourself to others. If you made bad choices in the past learn from them but remember what I said about honesty. The most important person you must be honest with is yourself. Take ownership of the things you did, no matter how small they may be, which contributed to the dissolution of your marriage. This will help you heal and move forward with a better chance of building a healthy relationship in the future. You have so much to offer. You will find the right person for you. Gabriella and Catherine were looking at him with love in their eyes. Margot nodded shakily to Ben. She looked at the two women with tears in her eyes. I see what you see in him. You are very fortunate. Maybe one day I will be as fortunate. She stood suddenly and strode away quickly. Ben stood and watched her leave with a knot in his chest. He knew she had to get through the pain on her own but it was still hard to watch. Catherine came around the table and hugged him as Gabriella hugged him from his other side. Let's go see some sights, he said quietly.